It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I want to start this show with one simple question for you. Have you ever agreed to be exclusive when you were not ready? Think about it. In a relationship, and then the other person says, hey, I want to be exclusive, and you're not really ready, but you say yes anyway. Fear of rejection, maybe. So, here's the result of this poll. 72% of you said, no, I have not. But 28% said, yes, I have. I, part of the not, I don't remember a time where I would have said I am uh, ready to be exclusive if I didn't think so. And the French are exclusive at the first French kiss anyway. So that's how fast we are. You calls and new questions are next, 855-905-8255. You want to share a love story or a romantic moment? Call me, 855-905-8255. Gianna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gianna. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have, I believe, a romantic story you want to share with me tonight. I do have a romantic story. It's not necessarily about me, um, but it's adorable nonetheless. Okay. I teach theater at a summer camp, uh-huh. um, and this year I, I am working with the fifth graders, and I gave them a, an assignment that they needed to find something to work on that they've never gotten to do in a play or in a musical, um, a skill that they wanted to learn that they had to work on on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few days ago, they had to show what they've been working on, and they came up in groups of two to show their things. And it was like speaking with a British accent or um, <laughs> learning how to um, use puppets. Yeah. And I had a group of two come up, and it was a boy and a girl, and the boy showed us that he learned how to juggle. And then after he juggled, um, the girl said, well, I've never had a first kiss before, and I've never had to kiss in a show, so here it is. And she grabbed the little boy's face (laughs) and kissed him right on the mouth. Wow. And his face got so red, (laughs) and she was so proud of herself. Um, And then later at the lunch table in the mess hall, I saw them holding hands, and they've kind of been, like, inseparable since. That happened. So I made a little love connection. You did. You did. That's that's sweet. They are so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm glad that it didn't go terribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I like that story. You know, it just, it's a charming moment of romance. You know, like, very, very cute and very it's so innocent and young so I thought it was very cute I like it listen I used to be the boy so <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago all right Jenna thank you so much for sharing that story that was really sweet and, and cool I uh, appreciate it thank you and have a good night thank you I gotta reminisce about first kiss and so stay with me I'm gonna share a very personal story and that's next Do you remember your first kiss? Do you reminisce about the first kiss? Where it was? Who was it with? What were you wearing? What time of the day it was? Was it in winter? Was it in summer? Basically, the beginning of your romantic life. Because that first enchanting step is something very unique to never forget. I have to tell you, a little miracle happened to me when I was 13. A little miracle. Literally. And I'm about to tell you what happened. That's next.
Do you remember your first kiss? I do. I say a little miracle happened to me because I was such a goofball. I was 13 years old. I had hair cut like the Beatles. I had no style, no nothing. And at the first row of the classroom was this beautiful brunette, Christabel, my first love. But I had no idea she would take a liking in me. And after six months of trying to send love notes and all this, let's get together to a movie, she said yes. And at the movie, right before the movie started, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, I said, est-ce que je peux t'embrasser? Can I kiss you? And she said, oui, yes. And I remember that kiss. For the, I Really, it's still on my mind. It is one of the most romantic moments. My heart was beating like so fast. That was just unbelievably good. And so those things we have to cherish and reminisce over and over and over. Back to reality now. You call the next 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Jen, bonjour. Bonjour. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Jen? I'm I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay. I need some advice. Yeah. What's going on? So I am going through a divorce right now, and uh, a friend of mine at work, uh, a guy, is also going through a divorce. Uh huh. And uh, now that we found out that we're both going through a divorce, we kind of became closer and started seeing each other outside of work as well and now we feel like we're falling in love and um, I'm afraid I, I feel that I love him I want to be with him but my friends have been telling me that I'm just trying to substitute my husband and replace him right away to avoid the pain of the breakup uh-huh. so I, I don't know what to do I'm confused mm-hmm. so uh, let's put aside what your friends say I'm going to ask you a couple of questions mm-hmm. um as of now, how yeah. much do you miss uh, your ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband? Miss him? I I don't miss him. No, I don't. I don't want to be with him. I care about him, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't want to be with him romantically anymore. Okay, clear. Now let's talk about the new guy. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you like him? Ten. <laughs> ten. How much do you want to ulala with him? Ten. <laughs> Then, how much do you enjoy his conversation and his presence in your life? Ten. All right. All right. So here's my advice. Enjoy. Enjoy again. Enjoy more this new relationship. You can never enjoy it enough. It is a gift when that happens. I don't care about the naming of what it is. It's a miracle and you deserve it. Because the reason why you and that other dude divorced your ex-partners, you were unhappy. And you found happiness with each other? What a blessing. So, Jen, don't look back. Don't listen to all the jealous people who said you shouldn't. I said not only you should, but you should enjoy it to the fullest. (laughs) Is that clear enough? Yes, I understand. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're most welcome. Life is short. La vie est courte, as we say in French. And I would like everybody to understand, we have to enjoy it daily. And I'm happy for you, Jen, and for that that guy. You find each other. It's a blessing. Thank you. All right, Jen. Well, thank you for your call, and and good luck to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. Have you ever been in, like, Jen's position, like people tell you on the rebound, but you feel your heart is beating hard for somebody else? Let's talk about that next.
Have you ever been in a position where, you know, after a relationship that failed, you met somebody else, everybody in the world tells you it's a rebound, it's not going to last, and you have doubt. So basically, what is everybody doing? They're poisoning your new relationship. Because I really mean it. I think that if you feel a loving feeling, if you feel a romantic feeling, if you feel an attraction, it's not rebound. It is a new relationship that starts. And I believe that so many of us, when we leave somebody or somebody leaves us, we are done with that story. And we were done months and months and months sometimes before even, or years sometimes, the actual breakup or divorce happens. That's why I'm on the side of you meet somebody new and you feel excited, we should all support that new relationship. You know what? I want to share a personal story like that that happened to me, and that's coming up next. Have your friends ever influenced you in the wrong way in a relationship? Because that happened to me. That's a true story. Way back when, like maybe nine, ten years ago, I ended up a long-term relationship about two years, and then I met this wonderful woman, very charming. And we start going on all this, and all my friends, including, you know, close friends of mine, say, oh, you're on the rebound, you know, serious, you're just, you know, using her for ooh-la-la, this, that. I didn't feel so. She didn't feel so either. We were starting to date. But they put this guilt in my mind. Oh, you know, it's too soon. You're just thinking about the past. I was not. I even told my shrink that. My shrink agreed with me, by the way. But all my friends kind of influenced me. And then the result is we broke up. And then I missed her terribly, but it was too late. And I realized this. I feel sometimes our friends are jealous of our happiness. And it's best not to listen to them. What's best is call me, 855-905-8255. You calls and questions are next. 855-905-8255. Jocelyn, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> bonjour, Jocelyn. Uh, welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you? Uh, well, basically, you know, like my boyfriend and I have been going out for a couple of years and I don't really introduce people to like my friends until, you know, like further into the relationship, like a couple months, I mean. And so when I did introduce him to some of my friends, you know, he was kind of quiet around them and they're, they're not super like outgoing people either. But when we got home, he was like, ugh. You know, I hate to tell you this, but uh, your friends kind of suck. And, like, ever since then, he kind of just, he doesn't like any of my friends, it seems. And it's like, that's fine. We don't have to hang out in the same circles. But, like, he, you know, doesn't like them. It's not even that he just doesn't want to hang out with them. He doesn't like them. And I don't know what to do. So, but why? Why he doesn't like them? Um, I think it's because they're quiet. He says, you know, like, they're rude and they don't ask questions, like, get to know people he, he's a little bit older than me. Um, he's like seven years older than me. And a lot of my friends are my age or a little bit younger. And he's like, oh, they're just, you know, millennials and they don't get it. And I don't have anything in common with them. And, you know, basically just any, any reason <laughs> to not like them, he pretty much has. Now, your friends, they like him? Yeah. I mean, at least they say that to my face. You know, they're like, oh, you know, where's your boyfriend? Or, you know, yeah. he doesn't come out a lot because he doesn't want to talk to them. Well, I guess you have two choices. A, you separate one from the other. So you have the time with your boyfriend alone and then the time with your friends, n girls night out, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> and that can work too. Option number two, you break up with your boyfriend and find somebody else who likes your friends. 
Oh, no. Exactly. So I think, listen, it's not because we like someone that we like their friends. I mean, that's, that's true. That's the truth. The unspoken, everybody say, oh, my God, when we date, you're going to love my friends, love my family. No, 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 that's not automatic. It happens sometimes, sometimes not. So, Jocelyn, yeah. what's your intuition? Should you keep that dude separately from your friends and just enjoy both separately? I think I could. It's just kind of a bummer, but I think I think I can separate them. All right, then. So I think you should do this for now, and in six months, we'll revisit the question. That's what I would do. Okay, thank you. All right, Jocelyn. Thanks for your call, and have a good night. Thanks, you too. I just got an interesting question on my Twitter. Somebody wants to know how much of you past should you reveal to a new relationship. That's next. You know that if you can't call me but you have a question, you can always send me a DM, for instance, on my Twitter, at Rendezvous Radio. Jill, what's going on with Shamia tonight? So Shamia says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shamia. I've recently lost over 100 pounds, which is awesome, but because of that, I have some loose skin and serious stretch marks on my stomach. Recently, I started seeing a guy, and I'm terrified of doing anything ooh-la-la with him because I'm so self-conscious about him seeing my body. He doesn't know that I used to be overweight, and I'm afraid that if he sees how I look, he'll be turned off. Do I tell him, or will that just make it worse? All right, Shamia. So basically, you met this great guy, you've lost all that weight, you've got those stretch marks, and you're wondering, should I tell him before the ulala or not telling him at all? Stay with me, because I'm going to tell you the best thing to do. Next. Do you think in general, men care if you have stretch mark after you've lost weight? Because Shamia just sent me a Twitter DM and saying, you know, Simon, I lost over 100 pounds which is awesome, but I have some now loose skin and serious stretch marks on my stomach. Now, Shamia, listen very carefully. Men do not care. We care about you. We care about the chemistry. We care about the enchanting feeling. Men are very simple beasts. You should never worry about those details. All right? So you go into it with the chemistry. You don't have to explain anything. If you ask later on or ever, Tell him the truth, but trust me, we are all about you. We don't care. And I say that for you and anyone else who'd be worried or self-conscious about, oh my God, is he going to worry? No, no whatsoever. So enjoy and please don't worry. You call the next 855-905-8255. Any question for me? 855-905-8255. Molly, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Molly. What's going on tonight? So, um, Simon, I am afraid that my uh, my boyfriend has feelings for his ex-wife still, and I'm not sure if I should confront him about it or if I should just leave it alone if I'm just mm-hmm. imagining things. So just help me understand when you say you think, what are the signs or the facts of him having still feelings for his ex-wife? Well, um, they have a kid together, mm-hmm. so they sort of end up at the same family events. But whenever he sees her, he doesn't tell me about it right away. I have to ask if she's been there. And then I've also seen online, she has a public Facebook profile. Uh-huh. And she's been writing all these poems and posts online um, about him okay. and about how 
there's still a spark there. And I don't know if it's just her saying that and thinking that. I'm not sure if he's feeling the same way. Okay. Uh, but you know your man pretty well, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me ask you this. Do you think he's cheating on you with her? I don't think he's physically cheating, but I'm worried that maybe he's not letting her go. And so, because she's writing the poems, he's, he's not writing any poems to her on his social media or anything, right? No, no. Okay. It's just her. Okay, do you think he's emotionally cheating on you with her? Um, I don't know, maybe. Mm. Or, option three, do you think there's some kind of insecurity in you because you saw those posts that maybe you're wondering things that is on the side of the ex but not on the side of your man? You know, I yeah, that could be it. And also, you know, they do share a kid together, and there's yes. a lot of history there, and I think that makes me feel insecure. And I understand, but here's my advice. Molly, if you trust your man, don't mention it. If your intuition okay. is on green, don't mention it, because trust is the root of the tree of a good relationship. And if you question the trust... And if there is nothing going on really but her writing poems, that's her right. She might love him for the rest of her life. Doesn't mean he wants to go back with her. Uh, that's her problem. But I would like you, since I've heard your answers, to trust him and for now not to mention it. Okay. If things change, if you have new signals or facts, you call me back, we'll talk about it again. But as we describe the situation, I think you can sleep peacefully and I trust your intuition. Okay. Okay, Carla. Right, thank you so much. You're welcome, Molly. Thank you so much for calling. More rendezvous next. I'm Simon Marcel. Thank you so much for listening to the rendezvous tonight. I have an invitation for you, like an after-hour invitation. You know, like when you go out, there's the after-hour club. Well, there is the rendezvous and there is the after-hour podcast. It's called La Confession. And La Confession is where the truth always comes out. Check it out. Go to my website, therendezvousshow.com. And I tell you that for one reason. I received so many requests for great stories that I said to my producer, Jill, I said, well, there are more people that we thought have stories to share that are great. And, and those are tough stories to tell, but they help us all to have a better love life. We can hear other people's stories and say, oh, I could do that or I would do that differently. I learned from those stories. So you have a story you want to share? Reach out to us, therendezvousshow.com, and go on my after-hour experience, La Confession. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.